Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. This is Sipping Tea with Nat and Z. I'm Nat. And I am Z. So, what's going on? I, I, you know, every time you ask that question, I always feel like it's a bunch of dooming. <laughs> but it is. It just... So it just happens at that time. That's yes. Happens. It's just in that space, in that moment. Yes. This week has been probably one of the hardest weeks I've had this particular year. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got some like unwelcoming news from my doctor earlier in the week. And then I had to euthanize my dog, which was mm-hmm. extremely difficult. Yeah. I'm still grieving. Yes. Um, pets are definitely a yes, part yeah. of the family. Mm-hmm. And I, this is actually my first pet on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a very difficult decision that I had to make. Mm-hmm. Um, but it needed to be done because she just wasn't having the best quality of life. Right. And I realized I was keeping her alive more for myself mm-hmm. than for her. And so, you know, she put up a good fight and I did everything that I could to, you know, try to get her to get better. But she was old and just suffered from a lot of different ailments. So it was just time. It was hard. Sympathies. We've had to put down two two of our pets as well. So I I completely empathize with you on that. Yeah. But on the upswing next week Mm -hmm. is my last full week of work until january the 11th oh hey. so mm-hmm. you know and we get christmas eve off now too apparently. i know <laughs> I, well we still have to off. wait for our um our agency to say for sure right as a here. matter of formality but they never say no so right yeah so yeah. that's pretty interesting yeah to say the least yes yes how about you your week uh my week was a little 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 good a little strain um a little bit transformative so i've just been really focusing okay on... transformative yeah, girl. look at you with the big words <laughs> <laughs> i'm really trying to be um intentional about my me time in the morning mm. my i know i sent out to the group this morning some meditation stuff for, for everybody, if they choose to do it, you know, I'm just trying to really sit with it mm-hmm. and get my mind ready to go back to work next week. Oh, to, okay. Not next week, I'm sorry. Next year, January, next month. Okay. Uh, you know, so just trying to get my mind in that space and continuing to heal. Although I did go to the, I sent, I put my car in the shop. Oh, yes. Yes. Y'all, I have this this, this SUV that I love her very much, right? And I put her in the shop just for oil change. Man, they came back with thousands and thousands of dollars of stuff that had to be done. And Will was ready to, like, put her down. Like, let's take her to the junkyard. I was like, yes, we can't do that. We can't do that. So, you know, I've just been um, dealing with that and trying to Mm -hmm. figure out how that's going to work. because Right. I think I'm gonna have to get a new car. Mm. <laughs> so, yes, you know, I'm gonna have to deal with that, but it hurt my feelings. I could tell, I know, because you've been without a car note for a while. So, yes, to have exactly. a car note, I, yeah, I I'm, out, I'm, yeah, same boat. Ooh. I'm without a car note, and I'm gonna ride this bitch till the wheels fall yes. off. <laughs> yeah, and it looks like it's about to fall off. It looks like this yeah. is about to fall off. <laughs> I just put in enough. 
to get her back on the road safely. I was like, what? How much do I got to pay? Is it safe to drive home? <laughs> it was like, uh, don't do any highway driving for longer than like 30 minutes. <laughs> so now I'm looking to lease, I think. It, I mean, oh, not, yes. Yeah, yes. we're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of makes sense. So it does make sense. You're right. That 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 does make sense. And so. then I get something a little new, but we'll we'll see. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of in my feelings. So I, I know it's been transformative. I've had to sit with this and realize <laughs> I need to let this go. And I, you know, I told y'all last week that I was letting things go, and I didn't realize it was going to be the car. So oh that, yes, that, that yes. manifested a little quicker than I anticipated. Yes, <laughs> but you know. It's it's okay. All things are going to work out. And, yes. And I'm good and working through it. So, but, so I did want to ask, oh, let y'all know what the title of the uh, episode is today. It yes. is, I'm not a player. <laughs> I just date a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the tea of the daisy? Okay. So we are not, you know, tea experts. Remember that, please. You should speak to your doctor when drinking herbal tea, as there are potential side effects when mixed with some of these, um, when mixed with some medications. Um, this should not be a substitute for medication, and we are not affiliated with any of these companies, nor are these endorsements. So, Whew. we'll get to there soon, though. Yeah, I have a feeling that's coming soon. Twenty twenty one is our year. Twenty one is our year. Yes, yes. So we did a little something different this time because of the dating 101 topic. We kind of figured let's fold in tea dates uh, as far as something to do when you're getting to know somebody, you know, and we also looked at it as trying to support black owned businesses. Yes. Uh, So we definitely wanted to do that. So with that is that being said, we we wanted to go over the fact that tea date is an is a economical choice. So yes, you know, it is. When you go on your first date, some people aren't trying to spend them ducats, which I get because do you really want to invest in someone that you may not want to see? After- <laughs> <laughs> you're like really, do you want to? <laughs> you know, you're not you're not blowing the bank. It's intimate enough. It's in a public place. I mean, well, not right now, but pre COVID. But even post COVID, you can do a Zoom tea date if you shoot if you choose. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's it's a time it enables you to have some chit chat with the person, yes, learn a little bit, even if it's like the surface stuff. And then even the tea itself is calming to you, so it may quell any of those anxieties you may have about the tea itself. I mean, good, yes, yes, self, you know. So I think that's good, and you can always have your little cucumber sandwiches and your little uh, scones. <laughs> If you so choose, you know, scones are always good. But so with that being said, we're going to go into, uh, we picked four cities that we thought would reach the listeners that we have today. So the first place is in Atlanta. It's Jay Deshay. And they're basically, they're a black owned business. They're a black owned tea company. They're good people, good tea, good vibes. Check them out. Also the teas that I'm talking about or the places that I'm talking about will be on our Instagram. So I'm not going to really delve into them. I'm just going to give you a quick overview. And then there's Fannie Lou's Porch in Philly. They're a warm, engaging community space for you to kind of check out. And a lot of these places are very conscious and they're community-based and 
there are collaboration spaces, so which is really great for the communal part. Then New York, there's a Brooklyn tea, Brooklyn's favorite tea room. So for all of those, you know, in the BK, check that out. And then in DC, we have Calabash Tea and Tonic, and it's an award-winning wellness place that some of these tea places are actually have medicinal teas for you as well. So definitely check that out. We'll have that on the IG for you. And no, definitely think about some of these teas also send you, they make their own teas and you can buy them as well. So that can aid in your Zoom tea date. Should you? Yes, I like that. So that's what we're going with today as far as that. So going into the hot tea. Yes, some hot tea today. So let's see. So yesterday was supposed to be the Ashanti Mm -hmm. versus Keisha Cole versus Mm -hmm. battle. Mm -hmm. However, we did not get to see that battle because Ashanti got COVID. Now, she says she got it from a family member who had just come back from Africa. She gave them a hug, and that's how she thinks that she contracted it. However, I don't believe it. Cause she's been, Why don't you believe it? cause she's been island hopping, pee popping, oh, all quarantine. So, I mm. mean, she been in a Joiner Lucas. If you don't know, Joiner Lucas is a rapper. She mm. was in his video slobbing him down. Oh, like she could have got it from anywhere. So they pushed it back to January 9th. No word on whether there's going to be another. Um, you know, versus in between. Mm-hmm. I will say on the IG page for versus when they did post that there was going to be postponed, it was a little shady to me. I thought <laughs> there's like it's postponed, da da da. And at the end, it said, "Remember, wear your mask, <laughs> be socially distant, Ooh. take this seriously." So I felt like that was a little shot yeah. fire. Yeah, but, that's fired. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in all seriousness, I hope she is well because she did say that she lost her sense of smell. And her sense of taste. Mm. So, and she was coughing, and it seemed like she was like kind of struggling getting through some of the oh, wow. um, things she was saying on her IG live. So, mm-hmm. you know, well wishes to Shanti. I did see this shady ass meme that said, hmm, <laughs> "If only there was someone who knew all of Ashanti's songs that could sing them." And it was like a picture of J Lo, which is a little Ooh. shady. I I chuckled, but that you know, <laughs> that's funny. Yes, um, and quarantine baby news we have cassie ver- uh cassie versus christina million no sorry cassie and christina million mm-hmm. um they both announced their pregnancies on ig oh really yes christina million is expecting her third child she has a daughter with the dream and a son mm-hmm. with her current partner matt poroka mm-hmm. um so congratulations to that couple Very and nice. cassie is expecting her second with her Ooh. husband alex fine Wait, she got married? Mm-hmm. Girl, yes. Girl, she yes. Did she was like, deuces, I'm going to go get yes, my life. she got married um, a year after the birth of her first daughter, Frankie Fine. Mm-hmm. A year. So, And she looked like she about a good four months pregnant. She could hear the heartbeat. So they wow. wasted no, no time. time. Okay. So good, you know, um, I'm happy for them. Congratulations to them. I wish them a very safe and healthy pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, Red Table Talk. Y'all know I'm a fan of Red Table Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> this this week's Red Table Talk was Olivia Jade, the daughter of Aunt Becky, aka Lori Lachlan and Mosimo. Oh, S- yes, she was on there. Woo child, 
Woo, let me tell you, Jada Pinkett's mother, who they affectionately call Gammy. Mm-hmm. Gammy was not here for any of the foolishness, okay? Ooh. Gammy was like, apparently her and Jada got like, you know, had a battle beforehand because Gammy really did not want this girl on the show. Oh, And wow. I understand why. So. Because she's a little extra. Hmm, yes. Um, well, so for those of you who don't really know Olivia Jade, you know, her mom and her dad, you know, got her into USC under false pretenses. Mm, they said she, she would be an asset to the rowing team. Yeah. Right. And she doesn't know how to row. She that wanted part. to be an influencer. So. And she um, said that on IG, actually. I think she did. Yes. Okay. So the biggest eye roll for me uh, during this whole conversation was she stated that she didn't initially understand why her parents' actions were wrong. If that is not the true epitome of white privilege, I have no idea. She said she did not understand that what her parents did was wrong. How? Well, clearly she's not learning anything in school. Clearly, 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 or they didn't raise her with a, a yes. good moral compass. How yes. do, how don't you know that that is? How do you Mm-mm. think that that was okay? So Gammy and I had the same thought process, and and this was the biggest yes is yes moment for me. Mm-hmm. Gammy said, "I just find I just found it really ironic that she chose three black women to reach out to for her redemption story." She said, I feel like here we are, a white woman coming to black women for support when we don't get the same from them. Mm. It's bothersome to me on so many levels. Her being here is the epitome of white privilege. And I said, yes, bitch, yes, because it is. That's a a slow clap right there. It is. Why are you, you could have gone to the today Mm. and not to Mm -hmm. discredit Jada, because I think she's doing excellent work with the red table talk but you could have went on the today show yep you could have went on good morning america Mm. okay you you could have went on the view you could have there are so many you could have gone on the real well no there's no No. let me dial that back (laughs) (laughs) but there were so many other avenues and i dare i say she actually could have gone to oprah yeah because oprah is sunday or something yes but you pick this particular avenue to do that. It is a little shady to me. Yeah. And then Jay, did Jada say why? She well, Jada, yeah. Jada said that, you know, she didn't want to be ungenerous to others only because they were not generous to her, which mm, I don't, I don't agree with that. You I don't, I'm not going to support you if you're not going to support me. Why do I have to consistently stick my neck out on the line for you? That part. And you don't do that for me. We are forgiving people. We are too forgiving, Mm. especially black women. Too forgiving. Too forgiving. Mm. It is our Achilles heel. It is. And this is, this is the, this is what Gammy said to that. And I said, well, you are, you are giving a whole word today. This is a sermon. (laughs) Uh, Gammy said, it is not our responsibility to raise her consciousness. Boop, Hello. Boop, boop. And it is not. It, it's, it is her parents. It's her parents. It's hers. Wow. She it's can educate her. herself. She's grown enough to know that she wants to say she's going to be an influencer versus being in school. I'm just exhausted by these types of situations that consistently happen. And then mm. people feel like they can just come and say, oh, I didn't know. Or I wasn't aware. Like Miley Cyrus' sister, who 
I forgot what the child's name is, mm -hmm. but you know, Candace Owens, she said something, this is a while back. Mm -hmm. If you don't know who Candace Owens is, trust me, it, it ain't important. Yeah. But Candace Owens, a black woman, says something about Harry Styles being yes. dressed, I think on the, the cover of Vogue or something yes, like that. Yes, for his, his um, neutral gender. Right, suit. right. And gender neutral rather. Sorry. Exactly. Noah, that's her name. Her, mm -hmm. her sister's name is Noah. And everybody was very supportive of, of, of Harry Styles, both black, white, both women, men, both, you know, uh, whatever you identify yourself as. But no one had to say anything derogatory necessarily to get their point across. Mm. And Noah Cyrus felt the need to say she's tired of these nappy-headed nappy -headed hoes. <gasps> she called Candace a nappy-headed hoe. <laughs> they tried to say she didn't know that that was derogatory or that was offensive. Bitch, Bitch what? Bitch, exactly. Bitch what in chorus. Bitch, what? You know that that is. Come on now. Don't, you don't let don't that fall that. out your mouth. Yes, she did. You may not like Candace, but you're not gonna come for her in that way as another black woman. No, no. Regardless of our of our political views. No, no. What have you? But you what? A nappy head hoe. Wow. The so privilege. The privilege is strong with this one. It is. It's very. So keep your apologies. I don't want to hear it. Like Olivia J, I don't care about you. Like, she says she don't know. She did not know that. That's what she said. That's what mm. she said. Mm. So then, that's, that's a no for me. I know. Um, Taraji P. Henson also has a new show on Facebook Watch. It Hi. is called Peace of Mind. Uh, it will air on December 14th at 9 a.m. The show is going to focus on mental health, particularly in the black community. Um, you know, it's a topic that she's very passionate about because her father suffered from mental um, health issues and challenges doing, due to his um, tour of duty in the Vietnam War. Mm. So, you know, she founded the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation in honor of her father in 2018 right. to, you know, to still facilitate a lot of these conversations and give people support. So good for her. Um, yeah, I'm awesome. definitely going to to watch i mean to yeah definitely going to take a look at that and the last thing is i started watching a new show Ooh. the undoing on hbo so if oh, you have hbo i'm only on episode two and this has got me hooked i had to take a step back from the i'm watching the crown i'm on season four and i'm trying not to plow through it because i know once i'm done i'm done until the crown comes again and I'm, i hate doing that when i binge watch but also <laughs> the royal family is just trash and this season is like pissing me off to levels of like, they're just trash. Charles is a wimp. Like, yeah. they're just trash, 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 trash. So that's what Princess Diamond was saying. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. And she was right. Trash, trash, trash. So if you want something to watch, The Undoing is so, so far so good. Mm -hmm. And if you have any suggestions, y'all want me to recap anything, <laughs> watch something <laughs> to recap it for y'all, let me know because I will have a lot of time when i'm off so I, just let us know i heard i heard it was it was good it's um what's her name the nicole kidman and uh hugh grant mm -hmm. yeah yeah so it's very good very good to look into that all right thank you for the hot tea so we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to jump right into our tea time segment And we're back. So, as Nat told you, 
the topic of today's episode is I'm not a player. I just date a lot. <laughs> Dating one on one. And, you know, we we thought about this topic and we said, well, what's the what's the best way to start this off? Right. The best way to start it off is what is a date? Or what mm. is dating? Let's say, what is dating? Because a lot of us are confused by what mm. dating is and what dating is not. Yes. Let's preach on that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we know the word dating has its connotations and they are extremely ambiguous. Mm. They are extremely ambiguous. Um, you know, we like to think that dating... Um, is used to loosely define an open relationship or togetherness with no relationship. Right. And dating can go on for a period where both people enjoy each other's company, mm-hmm. um, but maybe not too sure about the future, right? right? They have feelings for each other, but they're not really sure if they want to take it to that next level. Right. Um, you know, some people call it talking, seeing someone, hanging out, <laughs> kicking it. Netflix right. and chill. chill. Yes. <laughs> so you may have heard these phrases, you know, you know, in your daily conversations and they all carry the same meaning. Right. They all carry the same meaning. And how you interpret them. Yes. Yes. Could be life changing. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. It can be. It can be. So what is a date? Because it's so ambiguous, hmm. how can we define it? Hmm. So I was, <laughs> in, in definition, it's supposed to be two people going out to do something or staying in to do something. But there's a caveat to that. This isn't like a booty call. That's not a date. Booty call, not a date. So <laughs> <laughs> For some. I mean, it's a date. It's a date maybe. I don't know. It could be. But, is it a big D or a little D? Like, is it a big date with a big D is different than date with a little D? This is true. I don't know. It, I think that that's open to interpretation. Okay. okay. I will say that. But, you know, people can date via telephone, you know, eHarmony, Match, uh, Plenty of Fish, stuff like that. You know, that Zoom stuff we were talking about earlier. And, you know, when you first start out, are there any romantic connotations? Because you clearly like the person enough to spend some time with them. Mm-hmm. But you really need to figure out if you want to go be asked out on a date. Is it like, yes, no, maybe. Like back in the day, would you like <laughs> to go on a date with me and check the box? And then they pick you up. This is pre-COVID. Pick you up, take you somewhere, and then you come home to your own house. Usually. Because <laughs> sometimes... <laughs> Don't always end like that. Depends. Again, is it the big is it the big D date or the little D date? Well, if you go on a date and don't come home, I'm guessing that's a big D date. But <laughs> that is up for interpretation as well. <laughs> now it's, it's it goes into the like, so why are we dating? Are we dating for the big D or are we dating for the little D? That's true. I mean, you know, some people. They like to um, date to establish a long-term and successful relationship. And that could be either in the form of marriage or just some other type of committed relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Some people just date just to date, just to have fun with no strings attached and no Mm -hmm. romantic connotations. 
some people date to, you know, discern the kind of personality you want to spend the rest of your life with. Yes, yes. You know, you, you want to, to get to know the person who you're interested in better mm-hmm. and deeper. You know, dating is kind of essential for expanding your vision about relationships. I think it is a, a good way to kind of figure out your do's and don'ts mm-hmm. or your mm-hmm. commandments, which yes. we're going to get into later. It also helps you learn about yourself and what you want to establish a successful, committed relationship in the future. Right. So true. Sometimes you got to kiss a lot of frogs to get to your prince. Oh, yes. Sometimes you, you do. Know. Look at look at the frog and get there, and you're like, you know what? <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to bow out. We'll talk about that bowing out position later. <laughs> okay. Um, and it helps some people to establish social confidence, or for you to learn social skills, right? Such mm-hmm. as self consideration, corporation manners, and conversation. I would say this is definitely something good for introverts. I am an ambivert, so I'm extrovert introvert. But I fall more on the introvert side of things. I, I, you know, I will tell you up front, I don't like dating. Dating has, was never fun. I, I'm more of a serial monogamous. Uh-huh. So, you know, and I think it's more because of the uncomfortability there mm-hmm. of trying to get to know somebody and then having somebody get to know you. And again, we talked about this a little bit, recreation versus purpose. Mm -hmm. Some people date with the goal of just mutual enjoyment. I just want to enjoy a good dinner, you know, a good meal, a good drink, Mm -hmm. good conversation. And I'm really not expecting anything else after that. Right. You know, there's no expectation that's not serious, but there are people who date with the goal of knowledge, which is dating with intention. They know what they want. Mm-hmm. I want to date because I'm looking for a life partner. And mm-hmm. what, however that life partnership looks, if it ends in marriage or if you go the Goldie Hawn, Kurt Russell route where you're right. just together for a very long time or the Oprah Stedman mm-hmm. route, um, right. that's what some people are dating for. So dating is not marriage. I don't think it's going to oh. lead to marriage all the time. Please, no, please don't. Don't do oh, it to yourself. That, don't. don't do it to yourself. Don't. Uh, <laughs> There, there's no emotional commitment and you should have to, you know, for some people, some people feel like this particular stage, if you're not dating with intention, you know, it doesn't have to, it's however long you want, but if maybe if you're dating with intention, maybe mm-hmm. it shouldn't take more than one or two months for you to, to, to decipher and discern whether or not this person is someone you can kind of go to the next step with. Sure. Um So that's something to take in, into consideration, especially when we get into the five stages of dating. Yeah. So, you know, with these stages of dating, you know, there's a lot of times that we don't realize we may be going through them because it's just <laughs> all so fluid. <laughs> and you may start out and then you may regress and then you may jump ahead and then you're like, whoa, let me go back to number one or what have you. So one of the phases is knowing each other. Phase two, friends with benefits. That's we're going to get circle back to that one in a minute. Phase three, monogamous dating. Four, premarital dating. Phase five, marriage, which for some may be the ultimate goal. But when in phase one, you know, you're looking at, you're getting to know each other. So there's no commitment. It's not like (laughs) those situations when you got on a date with someone two times and then y'all go together. No, no, (laughs) no, 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 please. Now, ladies, I have to, I have to take a side sidebar to this. There are some ladies that you go out with somebody hmm. 
two, maybe three times. And sometimes ooh. one time. Just yes, one time. Sometimes this is true. And next thing you know, you got a boo, you got a man, and you parading that person all over the place. But you have not told this to the other person, nor have you had to talk. So stay in that phase one. You know, you understand you're free to date other people. And don't get in your feelings if you see that person out with someone else. Because you need to make sure your intentions are are made known when you're talking to somebody. That, look, we're, we're going to go out on a date. We went to Red Lobster. I mean, if that's what you want to do. Right. Or you went on a nature date. And you're it's a process. And then if there's, you know, generally speaking, physical contact is a little limited. Generally speaking. But that doesn't always happen. So no, it doesn't. Canoodling. You get a little close. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then sometimes... I got to say, it. if you go on a phase one date and you get digmatized, you do not go together just because of that. Please, like, like, come on, y'all. Well, then that might just take you to phase two, then. This you, is true. You just might go into the friends with benefits stage. Hello, hello, which is, you know, significant physical contact. <laughs> 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 There's no title. Yeah. You know, this, this could circle back to, like, the booty caller comment I made earlier. But, and if you're friends with benefits, you still actually are cool. It's not like a late night, hey, that's the only time you see them undercover, literally and figuratively. So, you know, you have to take that into consideration. (laughs) So, you know, it's a lot of physical touch. It's maybe a lot more lust driven. And you all may never talk about what it is y'all like other than what's going on in the bedroom. So understand that friends with benefits, you know, sometimes can turn into something but oftentimes it does not the issue with friends with benefits. Someone always seems to catch feelings. Yeah, I I, I would say that that seems to be the case. Mm, it yeah. definitely does. Yeah. Or or you find yourself into an entanglement. <laughs> you find yourself in an entanglement. <laughs> Ooh, yes, that part. And well, that is. It. You yeah. have feelings like if you like and not to say it like this because I ain't in them folks business like that. But that situation with Jada and um, what's that child's name? August Alcina. She said we was in an entanglement, boo. That's mm. all. Which is just a fancy word for friends with benefits. That caught feelings, which was yeah. yeah. caught feelings before Jada. Yeah. So yeah. he didn't know what to do with himself. Yeah. And so it, you really got to be clear. And usually if you're friends with benefits, you're not, um, the other people you're dating don't know this. So yes. that is, it's just on the low. Yes. But, you know, be, if you're going to be friends with benefits at the end of the day, please be safe. Yes. You know, got to put my public health out on, be safe. Then there's the phase three monogamous dating. So that's when you say we go together. You have checked yes on the low box mm-hmm. and you've had the talk. Mm-hmm. You want to see where this is going and you start introducing this person to your friends and families or your friends start hearing about this person a little bit more and you start really catching feelings and saying, oh, maybe I could do this. But when you're monogamous, keyword monogamous, you are not dating anybody else. And please know, got to say that you're monogamous. Some people just feel like, oh, we never had the conversation, but yeah, that, that's my man. Mm, no, it's not. Is he no? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's a man for them. It's the, it's a man for that night, right? And you know? and and this is a relationship. People understand that this is a 
relationship. This your boyfriend, this your girlfriend, this your partner, mm-hmm. this your ride or die. Yes. That. But did y'all have that conversation? Please. Did y'all sit down and talk? Right. And have that conversation. So I know with my husband and I, he literally asked me, so can we go together? And I was like, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like he had to make a, he knew based on how we were dating and what we had discussed with each other, he knew he had to come to me officially and ask me, I want you to be my girlfriend. Right. And then I also want you to move in with me. But that's a whole other, because, you know, <laughs> conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's when you knew it was serious. And, I, you know, he, you got rid of your fan base. You got rid of the little hanger honors and stuff like that. But you have to also let that other person know, if you're going to be in a monogamous relationship, you and that person had that conversation. And you have to have the conversation with the other people that you are dating. Right. So they understand and don't show up on your doorstep. Because a about. lot of a lot of a lot of us will just cut everybody off mm. because we think we're in a monogamous relationship. Ooh. And that ain't really what's going on. You ride or die, and and, and this is a, a, a walk and live. It ain't the same. No. <laughs> we're no. not on that the same page. Ooh, we are not on the same page. So you gotta make sure mm. that you are indeed. In a monogamous relationship. And yes. hello, are you monogamous and your partner is not? Can we talk about that? <laughs> can, yes. Because they could be in a whole nother relationship. Whole nother relationship and have friends with benefits and still dating you and you thinking they're your boo. And it's not the case. So you really need to be clear and communicate. They can have a mistress, a girlfriend, and a side chick. Hello. You don't know. All of that. And you're not even in the top five. <laughs> <laughs> You are you are not in the top five. You're not you you in the locker room. You have not reached the bench yet. But you thinking you together. <laughs> I've seen it. Don't do it. Jesus. Don't do it. So once, so once you've established this mon- monogamous dating pattern, and whatever you decide that time le- time frame to be, some people it's eight days. I know people that have been dating eight days, and then next thing you know, they're getting ready to get married. And then I know people who have been dating for 10 years and you're like, okay, are you guys going to talk about marriage? But you talk about marriage, but it never happens. The other right. never so you got to be careful with that. And then you have to make sure when you're, when you get to that phase of, Hey, I want to take it to the next level. What are your expectations, goals, and your targets for the, your relationship for one another? And then the intimacy and intimacy is not just sex. Y'all it is talking about your goals, being open, being vulnerable, about where you want to move through and to get move through in this relationship and together, you know, and then both partners are fully sure that they want to be together. Definitely. When, when, <laughs> when my husband and I started after the whole moving situation before the moving situation, and he said he wanted to be with me, I came up with a PowerPoint presentation to make sure that I understood that he understood what my wants were, what my expectations were. I had a whole little list of emotional needs per Dr. Phil. And then the PowerPoint presentation was about moving in together. I mean, it was fun. It was very, I had some levity to it, but there were serious moments in that presentation. And he really thought I was joking when I did that. He was like, did you really put a PowerPoint presentation together? And it was making sure that we understood our expectations and that the communication lines were open so that, and I also knew that if he was asking me to do that, that I was mm-hmm. okay if I wanted to walk away and mm-hmm. let him know, look, this is my 
point, this is my breaking point for if you know you want to be in a marriage and you let that person know this is where you stand. And if they're not on the same page with you, then you need to fish and cut bait. Hello. Good morning. Bait, rather. You know, and I told him that I said, look, if, if, if it doesn't work out, it's been a great run, but you have to be okay with letting that person go. And I had to, that was the work I had to do for myself. So I'd mm -hmm. say that when you're going through that premarital stage, you guys have to make sure you're aligned spiritually, monetarily, family-wise, all of that. All of it. <clears throat> all of it. Yeah. So you can make, and then, you know, if you decide to take that step to live together before you get married, some people do that then because you don't really know someone until you live with them mm. to, a, to an extent, especially with, the, with your partner, right? Because their, their representative has shown up to get you to the dating phase, to the premarital phase. And then you see them and you're like, Oh, hell no. Right. Does he just leave his drawers in the middle of the family room? Like, you know, those type of things that you may not know while you're dating. Right. So you need to make sure. And premarital doesn't necessarily mean y'all engaged. That part. You know, it doesn't mean that you are going to get engaged. Mm -hmm. It Great means that, that you are just in this period of that's where you both believe it's going to go. Mm -hmm. But that can change at any moment. At any moment. Just make your intentions known. Yes. Be clear. You know, be respectful of everybody's time. Yes, ma'am. Please. Because if you know you date to get married, to pre, you know, get to that premarital stage. And you start shopping for rings by dress. <laughs> and this person doesn't even know, like, you've already picked a venue. You know, it's just, yeah, you just got to be mindful of that. Because even when I was dating with Will, like, he had started looking for rings. And I was like, wait, what? Time out. I wasn't there yet. Mm -hmm. You know? So you really have to make sure you have those open conversations. Yes. To get you to that point. Yeah. So when you get to that point, should you choose to be in, to, to get married, you know, it's that is a completion of that time, and is the the uh, the epitome of what you intended to happen for your dates, right? For your dating journey, rather. And then you have to have those conversations of you're going to involve your family, or you're going to have children. How are you going to monetarily survive? Mm -hmm. Do you have goals? Do you guys travel? Like all those types of things have to. What kind of lifestyle do you want to live? Mm -hmm. Do you want to? You know, do you want to live in the city? Do you want to live in the suburbs? Those conversations need to be had in the premarital stage before you say, hey, let's get married. Right. You know, and understand that those conversations can the answers to those questions, those mm -hmm. discussions can change once you get married because mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. change when you get married. I think a lot yeah. of people in the premarital <clears throat> portion of it or even in the dating phase right they say this is how it's going to be this mm -hmm. is how i like my marriage to be and that's it and i need to date someone who is going to fit this box mm -hmm. and you shouldn't i mean if that's you that's fine but sometimes you are going to have to compromise mm -hmm. there are going to there's going to be some give and take for oh. example if you're if you get into that if you're dating someone and they're in the military that part do they do they have to get you know what i mean they could get deployed yes you may get stationed all over the world on that Please. you know yeah you you don't know what your yeah. life is going to be so you have to adjust are you going to be able to adjust if you mm. don't think you're going to be able to adjust maybe you don't need to be dating people in the military that yes well, well i went through that because when he was in the military he wanted to get married while he was still in the military and i was like uh-uh no. Right. 
because he had the he was he had the option to be uh, I guess promoted to chief, which means he would have been deployed, right? And we would have had to move. And I was like, mm, no. And you really have to make sure those discussions are had, right? You know, right. And we're talking about dating, so you still have to date in your marriage, Please. not other people. Yes, not other people, unless that's what y'all decide. But... Unless that's what you, yes, yes. <laughs> unless that is a conversation y'all had premarital. <laughs> then yes, right. Do you? But if y'all not trying to, don't don't date other people unless that I conversation did. was had. But you right. still need to court your partner. You still need to date. You still need to make them feel like they're still that the number. They're still number one. That they're right. still important. It is really great to still date in your relationship. And you don't have to do like a big shebang. It could be just a good meal at home. Mm -hmm. You know, it keeps things going. It keeps the, the fires going. It does. You don't get <coughs> Some people get married and get lazy. They do. Last night, my husband and I, we played this game. Oh, what the hell was that game called? I can't remember, but it's like a one-time game. And I said I was going to pass it around the tribe. And mm -hmm. you had these cards, yes or no. I mean, you or me. Mm -hmm. And then you ask a question like, who's the person most likely to get a face tattoo? You or me. <laughs> and then you flip it. <laughs> or right. who's the most, who's the person most likely to become IG famous? You or me. And mm -hmm. it was funny because there were things that we both thought about one another that we didn't know that the other person thought. And it made us cry laughing. Because I was like, really? <laughs> you see that that's what you see in my life i'm gonna get a face tattoo <laughs> okay gucci <laughs> no 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 so um but that's you know those are cute date ideas that you can do when you're yeah. still married so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and one of the things we've been talking about right now that we've said and we've been leading up to this mm -hmm. is that you have to have and you call them whatever you want. Uh, there's an article that calls them the frozen five, the five mm -hmm. things that you're just not going to compromise in the dating pool, right? Right. We decided to call your 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 10 commandments. What are your 10 dating commandments, right? Because yeah. these are this is the foundation. These are mm -hmm. the things that you're like, I can't I can't compromise, right? And they don't have to be 10, they could be five, they could be two. Mm -hmm. If you get to 30, I mean, I don't oh. know, sis. Wow. Come on <laughs> I mean, now. You got to be realistic. No judgment, but I'm just saying, like, we have 50 and 100 things. Yeah. I mean, everything to everybody. And right. that would be everything to you. I Hello. List. Hello. So some of the 10 dating commandments we came <laughs> up with, and these aren't our specifically. They right. are a combination of conversations that we've had with one another and some friends. Um mm -hmm. And we decided to put this list together and maybe some of these would be your, com you know, commandments. So the first one is thou shalt not have kids or thou should want kids. Yes. So important. This Very important. important. You know, if you don't want them, if you don't mind if they have kids, mm -hmm. maybe you're saying you can have kids, but kids not under the age of whatever. Five. five okay. Five. You, five know. you can five. be postpartum till, till five. So the child is five. Yeah. Have a, I'm mad you said she, I'm just saying. I did, I did my thesis on this, y'all. When I I'm like, oh, so five years old? And then about, the baby mama be popping up and it just mess y'all whole life up. So just okay. make sure y'all clear on that. So Natalie is five. Um, 
more than two baby mamas. Some people mm-hmm. have a cutoff. Some people are like, I don't want no baby mamas, which means no kids. I just want one. And that baby mama got to have been your ex-wife. Like, yes. I don't just want you out here with these random, you know, chicks. <laughs> Hello. Hmm. You don't want a future situation. Ooh, <laughs> he, got like six, seven. Uh, he got like uh, 10. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, and that leads to the number of kids. Like some mm-hmm. people have a cutoff. I don't want you to have more than two kids. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to have more than one child before you and I. It just depends. That's on you. Or it should be, do you want kids? Yes. And because that can change. That can it change can you change. Know. You can go from, yes, I want kids to yes, I want a child. <laughs> exactly. One child. Or if you want to adopt. Right. You know? And that's Those definitely a conversation you need to have with, you know. But that's also, if that's something that you know, if the person mm-hmm. you're dating, you start dating, and you're having these conversations, and they're saying, Mm-mm, don't want kids, and you know you do, why are you still, what There's are you no doing? Okay, like, all right, thank you. It's been thank real. You. Mm-hmm. Because that, um, that is heartache for some women. It is it is definite it is heartache. Heartache. So don't don't force it. Don't force right. that square peg into that round hole. Right. You know, don't you know, some some women are Cassie and you know in a Cassie Diddy relationship, but they're mm. trying to get to that Cassie and Alex Fine relationship. Right. Know yourself. Know yourself. Just saying, thou shall be financially secure. Hello. Good morning. Please. I can't deal you. with somebody that has no credit or bad credit. Mm-hmm. You don't want to deal with somebody that has no credit or bad credit. If you have no credit or bad credit, you got to think about the person you're trying to date. Right. Are you, you know, and understand that that person may not want to be with you. Hello. Please. What's your debt to income ratio looking like? <laughs> Hello. Thank you. What are your goals? Or at least are you working on it? Right. Have you had that conversation? What's your student loan debt looking like? Ooh. Mm. Which yeah. is a big thing for a lot of people. I'm telling you. It is. We had to have that conversation. Oof. That's a big like, thing. Right. Okay. All right. That's what you I'm really, saying. Because that's one of like the top reasons why marriages break up is finances. Yeah. And if you don't have those conversations, once you get to that area, you need to understand. You got to understand. Are you a big spender and a small saver? Mm. You can't be both of those. I mean, you could. It's just not a good look. It just ain't. Mm. It's just not. Um. Thou shalt pick up the phone and actually talk with the other person. People don't like just texting. And that is a, I will say this. I, I am annoyed by people who are trying to get to know other people and only use texting as the form of communication. That shit is tacky and it's childish. Pick up a phone. If you don't be texting me, DMing me, like what? Where is that going to, you can't text in a relationship the entire time. You're going to sit next to each other on the couch and text each other the whole time. I need to know we can have a conversation mm-hmm. that we're mm-hmm. intellectually compatible. How do I know that, that in a text? Huge, the intellectually compatibility. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You can be fe- being fed responses from somebody else if you text it. Just saying. Oh, see, mm, wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cut and paste, copy and paste. What's that? What's that uh, book? Uh, Cassid, what was it? The one you know, the one that uh, oh, it's old, old book. It was it Casanova where the guy mm-hmm. was being fed lines from somebody oh, else? Um, is it um, <clears throat> that's Don Quixote? Is that it? Rain I don't know, mind? but y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, um, thou shalt honor your mommy and daddy issues. Oh, 
this this right here. <laughs> I'm, don't be Monique asking Ooh. your partner to be your daddy. Yes. Okay. He's supposed to raise you. Nobody <laughs> wants to do that. Like, well, let me let me not say that because some people that's their comfort zone. But just but, figure that shit out. Figure it out before course. you start dating. Why are you looking for a mommy or a daddy? Who does that? What the hell is this? This 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 is can be um, and run into on so many levels. If you're a mama's boy and then you're expecting your woman to raise you like her, like their child, and you no, no, we're not doing that. Mm -mm. And then fix it, Jesus, please. And then also, uh, no woman wants to raise a grown man, but also, (laughs) please, women, don't look to your man like like Zarifa said. To to fulfill your daddy issues, it's just it's not, no, a, good it's not a good look. It's a little it's creepy. It's a little creepy. It is a little creepy. Um, <laughs> thou shalt always disclose if you are married or in an open relationship. Hello, can we get a symbol for this one? This is a problem in the DMV. Just saying. <laughs> and how hard is it to say? Look, I'm married, mm. but me and my significant other. Or, or I'm in a relationship, but it's an open relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm allowed to date. Yes. If you would like to date me, understand mm-hmm. that this is the situation in which you are in. Exactly. That's we are fair. in an entanglement. Yes. And be respectful of saying, just be respectful of somebody's time. Because you don't want nobody calling you, showing up your house. Like, Shirley, like this is, what's that? Me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to you, woman to woman. Right, this is how people end up on Snap. Shirley, y'all. this is Barbara. Or yes. Barbara, this is Shirley. I'm coming to you, woman to woman. Yes. And no. This is how situations have. This is how Lifetime has its own channel. Mm-hmm. Because somebody didn't disclose their status, or they did, and now that person has gotten in an entanglement, and now that person has caught feelings, and now they're going to show up at your doorstep. Hello, good morning. Like, or, or they, they think they're in a relationship and then you're like what you doing with my man and you're like um, I'm a whole married in my own house but that person did not disclose that hello no, yes. and, and then let, it's like Zarifa said if you're gonna do this let that person know so they can make the decision as to what they want to do Thank you. don't just put them in this situation mm. Mm. that is not a good look not a good look not what a are you good look. at all at all. <laughs> Thou shall not ghost ever. Be mm. mature enough to have the conversation to say, I just, this ain't for me. Yes. Please. You got people, we, this is, this this is an epidemic. Yes. So much so that they have a damn show on MTV yes. where these people are looking for people who ghosted them. Are you crazy? Why are you looking for them? First, well, I mean, I get it. There's a couple times you're like, is that person okay? And there may be a safety issue. But after a point, don't chase them. Don't, don't chase them. What you chase a ghost for? Like you mm-hmm. a Scooby Doo <laughs> and Shaggy. Not Scooby Doo. <laughs> and the meddling kids. You would have got away with it. You would have got away with it. If it wasn't for the meddling kids. <laughs> I hear your, your your Velma looking for why yes. <laughs> why oh my gosh no let that no come on now it's just rude it is just... that is you should not do it don't do it Mm-mm. what else Mm-mm. you should not do 
do not bail on a date last minute and not <laughs> over text. If it's an emergency, I got it. You got COVID, keep your ass home. You shouldn't right. be going out on a date anyway. Hello. It is time, but mm -hmm. just honor the and, and be respectful of that person's time. Yes. And don't make up an emergency. No. Unless, you know, like, I'm just not going to be able to do it tonight. And you don't even have to go into that. Just say, I'm not going to be able to do it. Maybe we can do it another night. Right. And just, but just be considerate. That be person considerate. is you. Right. Thou shall know how to communicate effectively. Ooh. I'm going to say this is something that you need to keep in mind in the getting to know somebody stage, mm -hmm. the friends with benefits stage, the, you know, relationship stage the premarital stage the the because you have to learn how to communicate effectively period yeah. all throughout the process you just do and if i can't if i'm if we're on a date and i'm we're not we're not communicated effectively at all it's just a whole bunch of like mixed signals and misunderstandings no yeah uh -uh. back up beep 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 take beep. care Please. <laughs> yes. Oh, this one, this one, number nine. Thou shall be over your ex. Don't be out here dating to get over your ex. Don't be the rebound dater. Just be over them. Take the time, heal, get to know who you are. Yes. Yes. Now, I will say that there are certain situations that present themselves that you know you take advantage of maybe not fully being healed from your right. past situation and then it That's turns right. out to work mm -hmm. but sometimes it takes a lot of work for it to work right you need to acknowledge where you are right that if you are hurting i mean I, that's why there is a rebound but understand mm -hmm. that that should have come out in communications even during the day you don't want people to talk about your ex the whole time that's just tacky right but understand where that person is, because at least in my experience of dating, that when you meet somebody, they're either in a relationship, getting out of a relationship, they're in a situationship, or they have multiple people they're entertaining to, to dispel their angst and hurts. And you need to figure out where that person is. And if they don't tell you, please pay attention, because you, you may need to be the one to pick up on it. Right. And exit yourself out of that situation. Hello, good morning. Mm. Okay. I've seen it too many times. I, too many times dating at the DMV. I enjoyed, I enjoyed my dating experience, but yeah, those hanger honors, not good for you. That, yeah, not good. <laughs> not a good look. Uh, it's not. <laughs> and if you know your ex ain't over you, please disclose Ooh, that information. Please. Yes. You don't want someone showing up at your door. Talk about, hey, what you doing with my man? I'm speaking from experience. I see. I, I don't. I'm going to keep my mouth shut because. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm going to go ahead and move on to number 10. Um, <laughs> thou shall know thyself. Mm. And this is the overarching theme, right? Mm -hmm. You have to know yourself to even understand what your commandments are. Yes. Because your commitments may be nothing on this list. At all. You may not give a shit about anything we just said. You <laughs> might be like, oh, one of my commandments is his, his shoes got to look nice. 
Oh. I can't date no man with no rundown shoes. His right. teeth better be right. Mm-hmm. Breath better be on peppermint. Mm, that all day. Face be- a nice car. Right. Face better be on Idris. Like some of you, that's your commandment. And that's cool. Mm-hmm. Some of your commandments are superficial level. And that's cool. Some of yours may be deeper than this. He has to have a deep spiritual connection with God. Mm-hmm. That's that's really big for some people. Because if you're not joined and you trying to get married and one don't want to get married in a church and another person want to get married outside, that could be a point of contention. It could be. He has to be a Democrat. <laughs> Or yeah. he has to be liberal. Mm-hmm. She has to be a conservative. She has to identify as a Republican. Mm-hmm. They have to not be affiliated with any political party. At all. The granola, granola liberal that doesn't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. these are conversations you, you make. Like this person it will never travel internationally. Oh. They don't want to travel. Ooh. That's that's a, to me that's a flag, because if you just want to stay within your little confine, that's that's a little that's a little concerning. You need right. you know, come on now, you need to if you want that person to be open to elevating their mind, right, and and moving past. Or if you like to go to museums, mm-hmm. or they want to be in a motorcycle club, and you don't know how to ride a bike, like how do you how do you you know reconcile those two? Right, so, and sure. don't. And don't apologize for what you want in a partner, but be reasonable, Mm -hmm. right? Just be reasonable. Um, And I think that, you know, our our reasonability and what we're looking for in a partner comes with age. (laughs) Yes. Age and dating. Yes. Mm, The insight. Yes. Yeah. And make sure if if you're trying to be a a kept woman, a kept wife, you don't care if your connection is there, but you got the, the newest louis whatever and you got trips all over the world and if you're okay with that type of relationship know that right understand that and if you're for social climbing because some whether some people say it or not that's why some people get married Mm -hmm. to be the who's who and whatever and you need to understand that and make sure your partner or the person you're talking to understands that right because the worst thing is to get together and you're like well you ain't by me da 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 well, you expect, and that's knowing your love language because you're expecting gifts. And that person's like, I want to take you out on a date. They're like, well, does the date come with a Rolls Royce? You know, so you have to be realistic and understand right. yourself. And, and it's, it's, it's not just about, again, it's not just about being reasonable, but it's also about not, like Natalie said, not, not compromising. You don't mm-hmm. want to, if you know that this, this, this is your standard, then don't compromise that standard. Mm-hmm. Be that, reasonable, but don't compromise it. But again, this all comes with age age and dating. Yes. So we all have our different phases when you date in your 20s, 30s, and 40s. So when you're in your 20s, hey, it's like fly, fly by the seat of your pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you, ex, you're, you know, you're exploring yourself. You're, you're understanding, you're learning about, well, I hope you should be during your 20s if you can. You know, it's it's one of those things you may not take things seriously. You know, mistakes are a little bit, you know, lighter. There may be a couple walk of shames or, or striding in strength because you did that thing the night before. And you don't apologize for it. It's, it's right. all how you define it, you know, and you, you're okay. You know, you make your mistakes. This is how you learn mm-hmm. and you understand that 
you know, I didn't need to do that this way. Or emotionally, you're becoming mature and you're figuring out, okay, I don't really care about that right now. We'll worry about that next week. You know, (laughs) I feel like if you're in your 20s and you're dating, you should really just be dating for fun and dating to gain knowledge and dating to gain experience Mm -hmm. and dating to get to know who you are and dating to get to know what you want in a partner. That's what I think your 20s should be about. And experience. That's all I think. Yeah, I think it should be fun. Definitely. I I enjoyed my dating years in my 20s. Right. I must say 30s. Well, you know. Become some people, I think, I think with some women, they latch on to this age, unfortunately. Mm, and they, mm. This should be the beginning of me dating someone seriously. Mm. That restriction on themselves, because now you're kind of coming into your career, you know, your, mm-hmm. your friends may be starting to date, you know, you might be dating someone maybe one, two years now, you're working towards what you think may be a marriage, you know, you may have suffered some heartbreak by now, so you can kind of have some self-actualization about what you want. And, you know, your goals shift based on what your career may be mm-hmm. and, and you finding yourself, but in a more concrete way than you were in your 30s. Right. And you the, and the society, <clears throat> like societal pressures really start to yes. ramp up in your 30s, especially, I would say, for childbearing mm. women. Yes. Because it's just like you have your doctor saying, well, are you do you, do you plan on having mm-hmm. kids anytime soon? Like, right. mm-hmm. like soon because yeah. you know by the time you're 35, your eggs start to drop Thank and you. you don't want to. You know, are are you thinking about kids? Are you are, are you yeah. thinking about having kids? Like, that's that? the conversation that consistently happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of women get wrapped up into that. Yeah, I agree. And say, okay, well now I really have to get focused on mm-hmm. finding a partner, finding a relationship. Mm-hmm. Finding mm-hmm. that that match. All right. And they get too concerned about finding it instead mm-hmm. of being in it. Or being it. Yes. Agreed. Yes. And they just, it takes your focus of what you really need to be doing for yourself. Right. To get to that point. And you put right. too much pressure on yourself. You do. Which is not good for your eggs if that's no. what you're trying to keep. No. That stress is not good. No. So. But I will say a lot what you see a lot more in, in your thirties is that people are dating more with intention than, than yeah. you see in your twenties. Yeah, that is true. You know, that's, I think this is also Wednesday. You, you see the, some women come up with them lists mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and the list is like, okay, it's like a checklist on the date. Do you have this, this, and this, which takes away as far as I'm concerned, away from the experience of dating. Yeah, it does. Because you sitting there checking, does he do this? Does he do that? Do that? Yeah. And then you don't even get to know the person. They've only on paper. That's another thing in your 30s. I will say um, dating in the DMV. I think dating was a bit pretentious for some. Because, oh, God. It's you know, so like, dating in the DMV do? is trash. It is. What do you it's do? Trash. How do you? I mean, and what do you drive? Who do you work for? You know, I mean, that's all. And those are all listings. So on paper, you're like, oh, this person looks good. I know I went through that with some folks. Like on paper, we're great. We we're gonna grow up and have a two point five kids and dog, and you know, go to Sag Harbor and Martha's Vineyard on the week. Like you know, on paper, it looked great, but that the chemistry one to one, it wasn't there. So I think that's that definitely um, what Z was saying. Some women get wrapped up in that, and they lose. They could lose somebody that's really mm-hmm. great for them because they don't. And, you know, also you have to think about when you're in your 30s, 
as you're going, you're learning and you're knowing yourself. That other person, if they're the same age in the same age range as you, are doing the same thing. So you need to give them grace because they are going through an iterative process of getting to know themselves to a point. To a point. But but, but you want to know something I just thought of, <clears throat> and we could circle back around to this. I don't know, and I'm not saying this like. It's like 50-50, I think, in our group. Mm -hmm. The people who marry people that they actually went on dates with. <laughs> Honestly, that they yeah. met in a the, or, the organic sense of dating. Mm -hmm. How many people do you know actually got married from the organic sense of dating? Mm -hmm. A lot of people I know got married because they met somebody, knows, knew somebody, and they introduced them. Yep. And then they started just, they went from, they skipped. They didn't do friends with benefits. They got to know each other and went almost to premarital right. yeah. real quick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know a lot of people who actually got married in their 30s mm -hmm. from a organic date. Yeah. And it's a process. It's a process. And it, I, yeah. I do believe that that is also part and parcel of what we're saying. Like a lot of people feel intimidated by the dating pool. And I yeah. think that, that is specifically in the DMV where it's just like a lot of people's credentials speak for them or they want mm -hmm. their credentials to speak to them. They want you to know that they're a GS 14 in the government mm -hmm. and that they live in, you know, um, they live in Upper Marlboro or they live mm -hmm. in Bowie or they live in, you know, Bethesda yeah. or, yes. you know, they live in Woodbridge. They mm -hmm. want you to know these things about them first before you even get to know who they are. Yes. You hang your hat on that. Right. And, and it then, gets, a, yeah. yes. And it gets a little yeah. much for people like, oh, mm -hmm. I just want to get to know you. I don't care. That you have you all know? this other stuff. And right. then some people hide behind that though too. Mm -hmm. They they use it as a badge of like when you when I first started dating, everyone was like, "Do you have a card?" What? No. I mean, am I supposed to? Like that should be entry into allowing you to date, like as a ticket to get on the ride because you have a business. I can go on Vistaprint and print up my own damn cards, right? And then it's not a ticket into my life, right? You know, so. <laughs> Yeah. And then, you know, moving here in the DMV, my friends always laugh at me for this, but like, I was not used to going to a club and people being like full suits. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. where, where are you going? Yeah, girl. You could have <laughs> just put on like a, a nice pair of jeans and a button up. And girl, no, no, you were in a full suit. Full three piece with some gators. And for Ooh. some people, that's a bit intimidating. It's like, whoa. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. But also, no, just because you got on a suit. Don't mean nope. <laughs> uh, mm, I've had that happen. <laughs> but I mean, I, I would see that this happens a lot in your 30s, but then you kind of weed people out once you get into your 40s. 40s. Yes. Because you've you've taken that knowledge. You figured out, okay, this is what I like, this is what I don't like. And there's also the economic security from maybe when you're in your 20s trying to date that man because they got that bag. Mm -hmm. Now you have your own bag and you have figured out what you want to do. You know, you have more time to get to know someone and you may not be as social and up in the club looking at people in suits. Should that be your choice? Right. You know, and your dating pool gets smaller. In the mm -hmm. DMV, you got to be careful because everybody, there's six degrees, three degrees, two degrees of separation. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. You know, so your dating pool gets smaller. So you got to be mindful of that. Yeah. You know, and then 
your biological clock. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, there's a tick that the tick is just kind of speeding up there. So you have to be mindful of that. And, you know, you need to learn from those those decisions and decide how you want to proceed moving forward with your dating relationship and the quality right. of that date. You should right. know by now after the first, it, it shouldn't take you 30 dates to figure out if you want to be with this person when you for any for it really shouldn't you, y'all should know but you know one of the other things that i know plays a lot into dating and deciding who to date and if this person's right for you to date is culture and values mm. i think a lot of that sometimes gets left on the table a lot of people don't really take that into consideration mm-hmm. if culturally different people decide to date you have to be it, it's important um, that you both share the same beliefs and expectations mm. before yes. you continue to date, right? Religious beliefs play a big part in that. Mm. You know, celibacy. Are you dating someone who's celibate? Mm. And are you uh, a borderline nympho? Right. That could be a problem. It could be a problem. Mm-hmm. Remember that uh, that girlfriend's episode where Lynn was dating that guy who was celibate? Mm. And she was like struggling with it. And I'm thinking to myself, watching these episodes back, sis, why are you struggling with it? Mm-hmm. If you, test, if you know you want to test the goods before you make them your goods, don't date someone who ain't giving the goods. Hello, a sermon. That was a word. <laughs> that was a word. Um, and, and, you know, don't try to conform or change mm, because this not. might be the one thing that, you know, if you fix, you can be aligned with that person. Mm-hmm. And this, if, if I could just fix this one, th- if I could just change this one thing, Ooh. if I can conform, then this person is going to be my soulmate. You shouldn't have to. If the person is your soulmate or your twin flame, mm-hmm. you should not have to do anything. Everything right. should just be organic. Mm. You shouldn't it's have to force it. Don't, right? Don't force it. It's like a fart. <laughs> don't force it because it could be some shit. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Don't force it. Let it flow. Let it flow. Well, then that should take you right into <laughs> trying to make sure you understand the difference between dating and dating someone. You should understand the difference between a fart and a shit. Yes. Dating <laughs> is more generic. You're like, oh, yeah, we're dating. We're talking to this person. You know, you're, I'm spending some time to get to know them. You know, but if you're dating someone specifically, and mm-hmm. that means it's, I mean, you don't have to put your business out there, but don't do it undercover and try to be secretive because that means someone could be hiding you. Just, huh. just know that. Yeah. If you notice that you say you're dating someone specifically, but they don't take you to the family cookout. But then you say you're still dating that person. Are you? Are you? Are they dating you specifically? Only need to know what your stance is and what your position is. And if all you, if you guys are all on the same page mm-hmm. and then if you're seeing someone at this point, you, you, there's an intention there. There's, there's a purpose for why y'all are together. You know, you, you guys make sure you have time for yourselves for yourselves rather, rather. And it's a, it's consistent. It's not like a date every six months. Hmm. It's a regular type of thing you talk on the regular this doesn't mean y'all got to talk 50 million times a day there's some people that i know they talk to their partner like every 30 minutes that that's borderline stockish to me but you know to each his own some people love, love that connection you know and you've established that this may develop into something more you're not saying it will but you're open to it and you're giving yourself 
that vulnerability, but both of you are on the same page. Right. Just, just make sure you know that unless you're just hanging out to date. Cause there's a show at the Kennedy center that you want to go to. That's a date. But if you don't see each other after that, that was just a date. But if it's something that you want to do with that person consistently, then you're dating. Yeah. Then you're dating. someone, Mm -hmm. but that, you know, even talking about that, right. We've been talking about all these things and then, you have to understand that there are still some some dating no-nos, right? There are things that we all need to pay attention to um, when we're out in that dating field. And mm-hmm. one is do not ignore red flags. Please don't. We do this though. A lot of people ignore red flags and it goes back to what I was saying. You're like, if mm-hmm. I can just change this one thing. <clears throat> or you think this, it's going to be different later. Right. This one person's going to be my 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 soulmate if i can just change this one thing mm, or my, mm, you know oh i i see that they don't really have a great relationship with their parents mm. but it'll get better but it'll get better one of my red flags you don't have any friends oh that's a good one you don't have no friends or the only friends you have are your family Ooh. what people outside your family don't like you what's that about it's a little hello that's a little concerning. That that concerns me. For female from a from a you know whether you're a woman or a man, if you don't have friends outside of your family, that concerns me. Where where are your so where are your social cues? What is your social intelligence that you right. can't don't have no friends? Um, do not settle. Don't stay with someone who you're not mentally, emotionally, or spiritually stimulated by. Mm. Don't do it. Mm. Some people do it because they're physically entangled. Yeah. And you know they, they like they like the the you know the sexual nature of their relationship, but mm-hmm. nothing else is there. Why are you doing that? Mm. Do not compromise your ten commandments, or your five commandments, or your frozen five, right. or your top two, or whatever it is. Do not compromise them. Flea bagging, which is something we talk about. With do not settle. You're out here dating someone who you know. Who you know? <laughs> who you know beyond the shadow of a doubt is yes. for you. Just to say, I have somebody. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Who does that? Don't do that. Don't be a flea bagger. You deserve better. You do. You are worthy of someone that is interested in you, and it's a mutually beneficial. Hello. You deserve. You deserve that. You do. And you don't, do. don't just hang around just say, oh, I got a boot. What? No. Mm-mm. You can do bad all by yourself. Don't do bad with someone else. Just, Hello. But you need, that's part of knowing yourself. It is. Or better. Don't. And this is being rude to others. Mm. I hate seeing people out and being rude to the service people, waiters, yes. waitresses, concierge. Ugh. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't be rude to other people. Be, just have some grace and some kindness. Like it don't take a lot. It don't cost anything. Yes. Yes. It does not. No. And then if you, then it's like, who who are you going to be with me then? Because if you're showing me this side already, are you going to be King Petty, Queen Petty? Once we get together, it's possible. I'll say this. A lot of people I've talked to a few people who have been in domestic violent relationships. Mm -hmm. And one of the things, the red flags that they ignored in the beginning 
was how that person treated other people mm. yeah. and how quick to anger they were when things that, didn't go their way. That's huge. They got the, the, the steak wasn't done the way that they, that it was supposed to be. And they lose their shit uh, in front of people. And they just thought, Oh, where they're having a bad day or a mm. bad night. And no, that's who they are. Mm-hmm. And they're condescending to other people, and they think that yes. people are below them. You know that is not because that could be anybody at a at a tip of a hat. Yes, that could be you. That could be you. Remember that. Um, excessive smoking and boozing. It's okay if you like to drink and you like mm-hmm. to smoke. Well, depending on what you like to smoke, right? It's okay, but when you just, you know, y'all mm-hmm. leave the restaurant and stumbling, this dude. Pulls down the visor, takes a blunt, and just starts smoking and driving you home. Eh, maybe that's not the one for you. <laughs> Wait, did we have this conversation? <laughs> we have a conversation first before you pull that out. Maybe that's not the person for you. If y'all decide to go and meet for drinks, and the woman you've taken out is so sloppy drunk that you have to carry her mm. out, ooh, you, you had to go looking for her in the restroom. So yes, that's not good. Don't do that. And don't 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 do that. Don't be that person. Please. Don't. Please. Oh, don't be needy. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. think we even really need to go into all that. Don't, don't be needy, and you know yeah. what needy is. Mm-hmm. Don't don't do that. Don't be that. Yeah. Don't be at the date talking only about yourself. Mm, no, <sighs> wrong. Rude. No. Mm, so rude. Um, a sloppy appearance. At least make it seem like you. Care, care, like you brush your teeth, something, brush. yeah, something like please. You, you got there's, a fresh shape up, or it's, it's casual and then they're sloppy, right? So, if you can't dress them up and take them out, I think when one thing I will say when you're dating, try to date in different scenarios, mm-hmm. like casual, out and about, sports, or mm, that's a good idea, and then also take them to somewhere where they got to dress up. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good uh, idea. Yeah. I did okay, that. With, uh, yeah, I did that with um, Will because okay. we we, <laughs> we we did a workout date and went to the gym and did some like exercise stuff. But then I invited him to to a Pitt alumni event with the chancellor that I had worked with when I was in school. And then you want to see how is this person going to react when you're in a professional setting. Are they going to be able to handle themselves? Are they mm-hmm. comfortable? Mm-hmm. Or are they going to sit there in the corner with their drink? Or are they going to be sociable and interactive? Hmm. And if you know that's important to you, because I'm very social. So if my Really? Spouse, I didn't know. I know, right? <laughs> but I can be introverted sometimes. <laughs> I never saw it. I never saw it. <laughs> There's those moments. That's why you don't see them. They oh, eat them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And if my spouse was not as social as I am, it's not going to work. I've dated people, I've taken them out, and they cannot get along with my my friends. And I'm just like, this is not, it's not a good look. And if you, you know, I had the the one situation, Will had to dress up in a suit, mm-hmm. and it, and it made this situation make make me think, okay, this is good. We can survive in these situations right think about that think about that but you also could have a situation where somebody is the yin to your yang like we have a friend Mm -hmm. who is very outgoing and Mm -hmm. just the life of the party and their partner is a little bit more in the background and it Mm -hmm. works for them 
they yep. complement each other. When they're in the room, you're like, okay, that's them. And it flows mm-hmm. and it works. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, the last thing I would say is sexual incompatibility. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we're still talking about dating. So if you're in the dating stage and you've decided to take it to a physical level and you're just not sexually compatible, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Like, go think that it'll get better. Just, I mean, unless they're willing and open to be explorative in that regard it, throughout your dating life. Yeah, I. But I, I, I can't. I don't know. What to yeah. Say. But yeah. uh. <laughs> and people, I mean, people think that you know, you know, it's important. Mm-hmm. Don't don't downplay it. Right. Because if that chemistry and the sexual compatibility is not there, that's when people step out. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they're not getting their needs fulfilled. Yeah. Not so, always. Some people not just, always. Cheat just cheat, but just in general. Right. You know. Yeah. <laughs> just because. <sighs> so. so I'm just just keep that in mind. Yep. But so the bottom line of what we've been talking about with dating 101, you know, dating precedes most relationships. It's a path. It's a journey for some and where they want to go and how they feel it should develop. And you get to know yourself. You get to know the person. And you know, decide if this is a person you want to spend your extended time with or spend your life with. You know, there's levels of transition when you talk about your level of commitment, your love and how affectionate you are. And what does that look like? Can this progress into a union or a partnership? And take all those things into account as you're going through this process. But at the end of the day, make it fun. Enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. It should not be like a task-oriented thing. Enjoy it. You know, and ha- and you might find out a great a few great things about yourself. Yes. So, yes. Where? Oh, any so, other thoughts on that, Reef? No, I think uh, we can go ahead and take a quick break and then come back with our last sip of the day. Cool. And we're back. This is the last sip of tea with your hood Dalai Lama. If you are going out on a date with an expectation of having sex, go get a hooker. Now, look, we all have expectations when dating. And when dating someone with a goal of securing a relationship, it's really hard not to have expectations. But imagine not wondering what will come and just simply allow things to unfold naturally. It's not easy to release your expectations and figure out how to create this balance. But once you do, your love life and relationship might just take a turn, getting you where you want to be without having to ask for it. And that is the last sit with your hood Dalai Lama. Love that. So thank you all for um, being with us for the day and for this show. We appreciate y'all and you can follow us on Instagram at Sippin' Tea. Nat and Z underscore pod and on Facebook, Sip and Tea, Nat and Z and get information, upcoming podcast topics. You can give us information and tips as well and suggestions and guests and news. A lot of the stuff we talked about today will be on our IG. Thanks for listening and we will see you next episode when we talk about getting ready for the new year. Yep. All right, y'all. Have a good week. Take care.